Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's BudPod 148. 148. 148. Mm. Hum for Hate, which is a new Ooh. campaign that I'm starting where <laughs> I, I think there's actually too much kindness in the world and uh-huh. it's holding us back. So on the 20th of February, everyone is going to, uh, at 5 p.m., we're all going to start humming out our windows. <laughs> and. To, to raise awareness for the importance of hate in our society. <laughs> the value that hate, hate can bring. bring. That's right. Hum for the haters. Enough, enough clapping for carers. Let's hum for the haters. Well, the, um, the 1984, they had like the minutes hate, didn't they? Mm. Where they all had to scream at a picture of it's the two, semi-fictional two enemy. Two-minute hate. Two-minute hate. Mm, so hate. I think humming is actually a more realistically, passively aggressive British version of that. <laughs> Getting yeah. right but, up into the face of someone you hate, and you're going, gesturing, gesturing with like a shrug towards yourself, as if like, do you want to fight? But going, hmm, really. Walking up and down on the lawn outside their house. (laughs) (laughs) Devastating hum for hate. Hum for hate. Hum for haters are here. (laughs) 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 Waving uh, waving threateningly through the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's frightening. It is. It's chilling. A chilling thought. I wouldn't want to be hummed at. I wouldn't know what to do. What do you do? If you get hummed at, you don't want to hum back because you feel insane. But equally, if someone's on on your lawn going, and you go, yeah, yeah, very clever, and they just go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, very clever. You have to keep talking through their humming. That's such a funny response to someone humming on your lawn. Ah, okay, okay, very clever. <laughs> very clever. <laughs> Yeah, that would only make sense if like the guy's name was like Leonard Hum or something. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Very clever. Your name's right, Leonard I, my Hum. My name's Mr. Hum. So yeah, very yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, got it. Got it. Loud and clear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very clever. <laughs> Do not hum too long in the abyss, Phil, or the abyss will hum back at you. <laughs> for who the bell hums? Yeah, for who does the bell hum? <laughs> It hums not for me. Um, now we're currently recording this early, sort of a week early, because as Advanced you listen pod. to this, Advance Pod, because I am well. If you re- if you listen to this on its release day, I am flying back from Copenhagen. But how am mm. I here at the same time? 
the magic of Bill Gates's internet. That's how. Oh. Um, Phil is on a plane stuffed with herring and the Danish version of COVID, and yet he's also <laughs> it's COVID, but the O has a line through it. COVID, COVID. Yeah, okay. it's it's COVID, but minimalist and sort of snugly. <laughs> it's COVID, but it seems like efficient and and kind of down to earth in a way that um, in a way really that's get of- here. In a way that sort of belies its Viking past. Grim and placid. Uh, yes. Um, so I I want to talk about uh, the, the no, whole Novak Djokovic thing at the Australian Open. Yes. Because um, that's what's happening. Well, that's what's just happened right now in the past. In the yeah. recent past. And I guess the Australian yeah. Open might still, will this still be going on. I don't even know. I don't uh, know enough about tennis. But I don't know about you, Pierre, but I found it hilarious. I <laughs> so happy when he got deported. It's is and I, it's one of the rare occasions you can say as a left-leaning person and get away with it. I'm glad they were deported. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a deliciously rare sentence to be able to say in full. I'm glad that that Serbian man was deported because I because I'm progressive. <laughs> <laughs> also like the I, the fact it took him so long to be deported it's like uh, it illustrates to you that Australia's love of sport is initially stronger than Australia's love of deporting foreigners <laughs> and not yes, letting two them in past times not letting on anyone into the country and a good kickabout that's the two things they love and those two loves conflated this is the most Australian news story ever yeah. This one was I mean, Australian was, month Australia has enjoyed for years. Deporting someone like God- and and a sport event. <laughs> it was like Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> Who can <laughs> triumph? The love of incredibly harsh border control and airport attitudes or sport in the sun. I mean, titans. An unstoppable force and movable object. But in the end, just... By a single point, uh, the the um, the what is it in tennis? The something the the what the what's it called? You win the over? match point. No. Oh, point. You mean you win the point? The it? match point. The match point. Mm. But is it? What is it? But like people say, like he won six blanks to four what sets. 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 Yeah. The match point of the final set was won by the notion that if you fiddle around with your form and don't fill it in properly, we're going to kick you out of Australia. That won. That sentiment won. And for once, it won in a way that everyone can agree with. Very funny indeed. Very funny. Also that he's the reigning champion and he can't defend his title because he won't get an injection. I love it. I think it's so funny. Also, just always, always funny when anything inconveniences someone who is simultaneously an anti-vaxxer and a nationalist is he a nationalist he's a big old serbian nationalist yeah oh great this story gets better and better how nationalist is he serbian nationalist yeah i know that there's sort of moderately sinister murals of him i was speaking to an Eastern European person about the whole Djokovic thing. And she was mm. not anti-vax herself, but she understood the mindset being Eastern European. And she oh, said, yeah? he's, she's like, 
Of course that's what he thinks. Of course we don't get the jab. And he, she said, um, we can't get sick. We're God's people. We're God's people. We don't get sick. We can do it. We're strong. We're God's people. She just kept saying, really? God's. yeah, yeah. She was, but like, she, was, she wasn't saying that like she believed it. She was explaining the mindset. She's like, we're God's people. Ah. Uh, and I guess when you look at like, like Serbia and Eastern Europe in general and the, oh, the old Soviet bloc, you kind of get it. Like you, these were people who have been through the most difficult histories and survived. And so you can kind of almost forgive them for thinking, I, I'll survive this. I don't need, I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose they, I would say a lot of the Eastern Europeans I know are, are blanket cynics. Oh, yes, for sure. That is the, that is a Slavic way. Yes, very cynical and with good reason. Um, but yes, he's a he's a big old Serb. So oh, that's interesting. Okay, so he's a uh, and and look, if he just came out and said, in this one instance, I didn't want to get it because I was worried about it, it affecting my career as the best tennis man. I'd have gone, oh okay, I guess that makes sense. But then him being like a long term anti vaxxer mm. um, views on diet, medicine, and science. I'm looking him up. Since 2010, Djokovic has been connected with the nutritionist Igor. <laughs> Igor, I look, look, Chetievich. look, right? I, I am an open-minded fellow. I don't believe in nominative predeterminism or anything. But I'm not taking health advice or help from anyone called Igor. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not <laughs> Igor. Like in Frankenstein, Igor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't feel very well. Igor, come in here and make me feel better. What's he going to do? The Strap nutrition- him to a metal bed and zap him with lightning. <laughs> the nutritionist Igor. <laughs> His practice is in a big spooky tower in the middle of Romania. He recommends cutting out gluten and lightning. <laughs> uh, no more lightning. Surely he's pro lightning if he's eagle. Oh no, he's sorry. Like, you yeah, need Oxford more comma. lightning in cutting your diet. Out, cutting out gluten, right. Oxford comma, and lightning. <laughs> I like the idea of him coming off the tennis court and saying, "Igor, my nutrients." What is Igor's of carting anything around for him? Is funny. Igor, come. You got my racket. <laughs> yes, Maybe that's who filled in the form wrong, and he was in the hotel trapped in Australia going, Igor! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, master. <laughs> I'm not good with visa applications, master. <laughs> no, 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 Phil. Djokovic is the tennis player. Djokovic's monster is what we call the uh, (laughs) strain of COVID he brought. That's funny. (laughs) 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 Oh, maybe you should see my nutritionist. Oh, yeah. Is he good? He's great. His name is Igor. No. (laughs) Uh, I'll stop you there. No. No, I'm not letting anyone called Igor near my body. I'm sorry. Igor, and I'm trying to interpret this. It's 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 the letter C, Phil, but it's got um, 
a little V above it. Okay, is that like ch? Doesn't make it a ch. But then it ends with like vich, V-I-C, with a little yeah. slash. So I think the slash V is a ch, whereas this upside down V hat thing on the C, I'm guessing a sh. Mm-hmm, S-H. Mm-hmm. So the, the- Igor Shetoyevich, if I've got that right. Yeah. Who additionally focuses, Phil, on Chinese medicine and acupuncture. Wow. Well, I can tell you, as someone with Chinese heritage, it's Chinese medicine's fucking nonsense. Acupuncture <laughs> might have something to it. Acupuncture might have something to it. Yeah. Uh, but ground seahorses does not. Igor, my seahorses. <laughs> I'm the best tennis player in the world, and I have an Igor who brings me seahorses. <laughs> Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, um, hello. Um, I'm hoping that I've gotten through to the global tennis organization, the world, the tennis, the world tennis club. Um, it's Marjorie. Um, hello. Um, I'm calling from the hotel room um, uh, next to Mr. Djokovic's in Australia, um, well, he's gone now. He's been replaced with a um, with a migrant. Anyway, um, I also am stuck here because um, I came to Australia and my handbag was full of papayas, and I didn't remember because I never remember, which is why I have so many papayas. Every time I go to the shop, I think I don't have any papayas, and I buy a papaya and I put it in my bag, and I never eat them, and they go mushy, and then they descend into each other. And the bottom layer of my handbag has become a sort of soil from which are sprouting papaya plant uh, from the seeds. And so more papayas are growing as well as the ones I buy. And I've really, I've brought myself into a sort of loop here. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that I'm in trouble because it looks like I'm a papaya importer. And I would never import a papaya, not to Australia. Anyway, um... I need help, is the point. And I was hoping that you could say I'm a tennis player and that I could get away with it and the rules don't apply to me and that if they did apply, I can go back because they won't deport me back because they can't tell where I'm from. They say my accent isn't from anywhere and they have never seen the kind of papayas I have and I didn't bring any ID, so... Um, yes, if you could, if you could help, I would like it. Thank you. This is the trouble, Phil, when someone who is the best at something is also a bit mental. Yeah, it's trouble. And it's often the case that being the best at something requires you to be mental. Or turns you mental, or both. Or both, yeah. Or both. And then if someone's sitting there going like, ah, stuffing their face with seahorses, and you say, you shouldn't do that. And they go, well, more fool you. The best guy in the world at something does it. So Mm -hmm. what do you say to that? Is there a name for that fallacy? Like, if you put up a, 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 a sign saying no tigers on your house and you say, well, look, there are no tigers here. Obviously, the sign works. Is there a name for that? Oh, there is. Um, let's find it. Uh, since I'm elephant sign. No elephant sign. It, is that the more famous example? No elephant sign? I've always heard it with elephants. No elephant sign. I mean, it's a fallacy. So maybe if I type in fallacy. Affirming the consequent. Affirming the consequent. I like this. Mm. Ooh. It actually sounds a bit like a pope affirming the consequent. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that only happened um, during the reign of affirming the consequent. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so this is yeah. good. Yeah, arguments of the same form can be so can seem superficially convincing. As in the following example, if Brian had been thrown off the top of the Eiffel Tower, then he would be dead. Brian is dead, therefore, Brian was thrown off the top of the Eiffel Tower. I see, I see. Mm. Wow, very violent example they've come up with. Whoever wrote that example, I think, really hates someone called Brian. Yeah, the whole it's weird. The whole Wikipedia page is full of examples about uh, if I fucked Brian's wife. <laughs> Strange. They've actually called it the Brian <laughs> fallacy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Djokovic. Oh, so I'm just looking here. Djokovic is like an old school. Uh, in his 2013 autobiography, "Serve to Win," terrible name. Serb to win, surely, or the Serb with the serve. Yeah, serve as in tennis, but like serve to win isn't really a phrase. So what's that a pun on? Yeah, it's not good. What? There's so many tennis puns. Ugh, a shame. <laughs> uh, a missed chance there. Igor! Igor, this pun is terrible! Sorry, master. <laughs> Puns are not my forte. <laughs> I suggested serb you in court. <laughs> or oh, you got served. I, w- I was so confident about you got served. <laughs> so apparently in his autobiography, he wrote of a, quote, researcher. That's always a good sign, isn't it? When someone just goes, there was a researcher. <laughs> there once, once upon a time, there was a researcher. And he said, I don't know I'm if right. you know this, but there was once a researcher. And you think, oh, I'm about to hear some facts. <laughs> Better get my uh. fact harness on to hear these facts. He wrote of a researcher who directed, quote, anger and fear and hostility at a glass of water, Phil. (laughs) Who directed anger and fear and hostility at a glass of water. Like the emotions. Yeah, so an actual researcher, a funded scientist, sat with a glass of water and went, ah! At some water. Which... T- quote, Phil, turned slightly green after a few days. No, it... Mm. Whilst also the researcher, Phil, he directed love and joy at another glass of water and it remained bright and crystal clear in the same period. I I, I think he spat some algae into the first one. That's what happened. Maybe he did it closer. Yes, especially spat if it was Igor. Microbe. Yeah, Igor, you got my water green. Sorry, man. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure the researcher is Igor. He just doesn't want to put Igor the name in the book in that context. <laughs> Some researcher, I forget who. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's learned, Phil, that over time, people ba- react badly when he says, I got Igor to shout at some water. I asked Igor to run some experiments. <laughs> I asked my uh, assistant, Igor, to scream at water. <laughs> and it went green. People go, I'm, I'm going to cut you off there, Novak. Uh, I'm not interested in hearing the rest of this. <laughs> so he, okay, so he <laughs> believes in like, like homeopathy, basically. That yeah, water camps. Wow. In 2020, Djokovic spoke of his knowledge of, quote, some people. Fact alert. Oh, no. Some people. Phil? Yeah. 
using prayer and gratitude to turn the most toxic food or maybe most polluted water into the most healing water. Okay, great. Yep. Yeah. He also says that scientists have proven that molecules in the water react to our emotions. No, they haven't. (laughs) What scientists? (laughs) Just scientists. This is like when someone says, they did a study and... You know, and it's good. you know they did a study and apparently no, who who did the study what study who were they crazy people because that's also they was the study written in feces on a wall is that the they you're talking about how many they eagles did, did this study <laughs> several eagles <laughs> or a lone eagle was this done by a lone eagle I <laughs> Early reports indicate this is the work of a lone eagle. <laughs> Phil, I for one can't believe that a man who spends all his time playing tennis with uh, and has an assistant called Igor would believe in some mumbo jumbo. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... And I think it's something that happens. It's a problem in football as well, especially the FA. Yeah. A lot of football players not getting they won't get vaccinated for fear of what it might do to them physically. And I think, I think the truth is, when your whole life, your whole job is your body, mm. is your health. Like eventually, you 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 know enough about your body to keep it healthy. But I think the human condition wants you wants us to keep looking for things, keep discovering new things, keep finding out new ways to fix up improve our bodies and so once they've exhausted all the true science about the human body they have to they go in deeper and they have to start making shit up because yeah. they've just spent too much time with their bodies and thinking about their bodies yeah and i mean the placebo effect is so powerful that you get these guys who have that like a suddenly they're 10 percent faster at the 100 meters than they were and they go mm-hmm. well, it's ever since i started thanking the moon <laughs> I mean, I I'm in no position to make fun of them because I I we all, all comics get superstitious about stand up all the time. Even yeah, being sort of the mainly rational type of person we you, we tend to be. Like yeah. I'll get superstitious about a song that gets played before I go on, or a shirt that I'm wearing, or what yeah. or, or what I I have eaten recently, or you know. And it's just because you when you spend so much time with something, you have to, you start like. You just have to keep thinking about it. You start going off on these tangents. Yeah, and and, and not to stereotype, but I, I, growing up at least, I found that there was a high correlation between constantly only playing football and not doing very well at science. Interesting. Not always. No, not always. Not always. But there are only so many Gary Linekers among us. <laughs> Djokovic is the anti-Lineker. It's well known. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? Can you imagine how satisfying it would be to, to be sat in a room or sat opposite across a, across a table from Novak Djokovic, the best tennis player ever, basically. Mm-hmm. A, a historical figure, an incredible athlete, a master of human form. Novak Djokovic, you're sat opposite him, and he just says, I heard that if the water is, uh, if you're sad, the water is sad as well. <laughs> And then you get to rest your hand on top of the hand of, like, 
a Greek, you know, hero of myth, basically, and say, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, Novak, you're wrong and I'm right. Novak, you're the best at something, maybe ever. And yet, here we are, with you <laughs> saying something a dumb idiot would say. You just said a man made you just said a man made a glass of water sad. And then you said the sadness got moldy. <laughs> the funny thing about Novak Djokovic is like I am always astonished he's the best tennis player in history because he looks like an IT consultant. <laughs> he does not look like an athlete at all. He's tall, he's thin, he's tall. Yeah. But he looks like a nice guy at a rave or um, or your computer teacher or... No, that's it, actually. That is it. <laughs> and they're the same guy. He looks guy. like someone... He's the same guy. He looks like someone who's really into computers and loves the occasional rave. But he does yeah, not look like to, an athlete. He, he goes to sober raves. Yeah, yeah. He looks very Christian. I'll give him that. Yeah, he he does. He yeah, he looks. He he does look a bit like like he's he's leaning on the bar at a sober rave, and he's um he's asking people if they've accepted the risen Christ. <laughs> and you're like, is that a cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> and and he and he goes, <laughs> no, friend. <laughs> Talks like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, he just does not look. He doesn't look like an athlete to me. No, no, you he know what I mean? really doesn't. Maybe that's why he gets ahead. People underestimate him. Mm. Mm-hmm. He looks like he has a big dick. I reckon. I reckon he's got a big <laughs> dick. There's a kind of guy. There's like a. There's a kind of skinny white guy with a big nose. That always has a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, the thing is, Phil, is that a researcher yelled at one penis, and then. Said and it, nice things at another one. You know what? The one that he shouted at got droopy and sad and green. <laughs> and the one he was nice about got big and strong and hard and pink. Yeah. Well, I don't what believe this. Say? Okay, well, Igor! Igor! The penis Igor. thing! Come, show him. Bring in the penises. Yes, the ones in the jars. <laughs> the ones you've been yelling at. Or flattering. <laughs> <laughs> how do the glasses of water know what's directed at them yeah well how do they not know that you're talking about the glass of water behind them <laughs> <laughs> they don't have arms so they can't point at themselves and do that me? huh hmm? me hmm? oh me? oh oh him sorry you're calling me a cunt It'd be um, very funny to walk in on a, a hunched little man just in, sat staring at water going, you're cunt, you're stupid cunt. <laughs> what are you doing? Science, get out. <laughs> get out, get out. Get out, you're ruining the experiment. <laughs> if Master sees you in here. Master only keeps his most precious glasses of water in here. You cannot be in here. <laughs> Flattery only room. 
screwed up my visa form for the last time. No, master, not the tennis balls, please. <laughs> really brutally serves tennis balls at him. Uh-huh. Uh, do you reckon correspondence, Philip? Yeah, sure. Do you reckon if Djokovic served a tennis ball at your head, it would hurt? Oh, fuck yeah. But they're quite bouncy and soft, aren't they? Yeah, but these things are rocketing at you, aren't they? With the serve, mm. they always go on about how it's like 100 miles an hour or something. Too fast, I say. Too fast for a ball, in my opinion. Slow down, children crossing, Djokovic. <laughs> Stop complimenting that ball. Maybe it'll slow down. <laughs> uh, yes, correspondence. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh. Ring letters, emails, phone calligraphies, talking to Jack and your sister, keeping your sister, keeping your sister, correspondence. So, Rosie has sent us some tat. Rosie, show us your tat. Um, and, she, and she has. She absolutely has. And uh, the, the subject line is misogitat. Which is nice. That's pretty Ooh, good. Ooh, I love, I love a bit misogitat. Those like horrible dad, like man cave, beer is better than women kind of signs. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a great and I think often unappreciated subcategory of tat. Yeah, it's um misogitat. And 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 I don't know if it's in decline. Um, it's probably putting up a spirited resistance against people trying to get rid of it. I think it's yeah. I think there's too much of a generational divide between our generation of men and the one that preceded us. Um, more so maybe than the generational divide between women of our age and their and their mothers. I think maybe men, young men, are more different than the fathers. Mm. Yeah, I think that's true. And and this tat illustrates the gap. It's gap tat. It's gap tat. It's the tat of the gap. <laughs> the You've heard of the, of the god of the gaps. Well, this is the tat of the gaps. <laughs> so there's, there's quite a lot here, Phil. It's a display of available signs for purchase, and there are 12 signs. Ah, like the, like the apostles. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some of these are unguessable. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, one, the, well, certainly this one's unguessable. It is a silhouette, Phil, a sort of cartoonish silhouette of a, a bride and groom kissing. Okay. Um. And what do you think the caption is? It's two words. Blank, blank. Life over. 
Game over. Ooh, Game over. You yes. got it. Yes, 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 yes. Game over. Fuck. Yeah, I should have got that. I think I've actually seen a game over in the wild before. I, I can ne- I cannot imagine any eligible bachelor wearing that as a t-shirt or having it as a poster. It's just so lame. It's just so, like, outdated. It's just, like, so embarrassing to have, like, anti-marriage gags. It's just, like, yeah. who gives a fuck? To do, to do anti-gags about an institution that, like, fewer than half of people participate in anymore. Yeah, and she's like, well, get divorced then. <laughs> you obviously hate this woman. And are you proud that you've been coerced into into a union with someone you hate? Is That that makes you yeah, more of a man. I don't get it. You fucked up. Yeah, you, you should be embarrassed. <laughs> and in a country like the UK, it's a bit like doing a poster that says, church is boring. And you're like, why are you, what? <laughs> Or just like, oh, there's a pebble in my shoe. It's like, well, take off your shoe, get the pebble out. What? <laughs> what are you proud of? What is this for, sir? <laughs> Church is boring. Is perfect. Yeah. Church is boring, and I don't believe in God. <laughs> well, no one's making you go. Well, stop it then. Uh, so, okay. Guess this. So, two mysterious people live in my house. Blank and blank. And then there's an extra sentence, but it'll give you the answer if I say it. Ooh, two mysterious people live in my house. Love and marriage? Um, no. Husband and wife? Uh, uh, two mysterious people live in my house. Somebody and nobody. And then... Right. Somebody did it, and nobody knows who. (laughs) So interestingly, as much as this is misogynistic, Rosie, there are some here that are misogynistic in the sense that they are kind of from the voice of the of the horrible wife. Right, but that's what. Yeah, so that's the misogynistic thing about them, right? Is this caricature of the the sort of naggy wife who really wants just the bare minimum of what one should expect from an adult. <laughs> yeah, so so this is a good example of that. It says, uh, two golden rules to a happy marriage, right? Mm. Rule one, what do you think rule one is? Um, sh- uh, sh- you're wrong. Close. It's, she's, it's about the she's right. Uh, she's yep. right. Yep, yep. Yes. Rule one, the wife is always right. Yep, 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 yep. Wow, this is really... Just going out there, just laying it out straight. Just yeah, <laughs> plain. Yep, the wife is always right. Rule one, the wife is always right. And then rule two, and I really think it's very funny when Tat does this. I like it a lot. Where out of nowhere, you get completely warranted headlong <laughs> aggression. Unwarranted, rather. <laughs> So. Rule one. Rule one. The wife is always right. Rule two. You're a fucking idiot piece of shit. I mean, you're not far off, genuinely. So, what? rule one. The wife is always right. Rule two. When you feel she is wrong, slap yourself and read rule number one again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those classics refer to the above kind of 
Yeah. Tax, but with yeah. domestic violence self-inflicted, it's very Self- odd. Yeah, it doesn't count, really. I guess that's coercive. That's coercive abuse. It is. It is. Um, one of these signs just says, Warning, trespassers will be shot, survivors will be shot again. Not legal. Not legal. But, not but legal. To, in, its, in its defense, not misogynistic. No, no. That's the, pretty the, gender neutral. Yes, gender neutral murder sign. Murder sign. I we mean, not legal gender here. neutral murder sign. Hmm? There are places in the world where that is just helpful information. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. This is a really sincere warning. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with uh, like American self-defense laws, that is just that is just a statement of fact. Yeah, maybe it's more like tat in places where they have a stand your ground rule, like Florida. People read it and go, I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, this one comes with a picture, which I'll say uh, once you've guessed it. It says, I'm not antisocial. I'd just rather be in my blank than talking to idiots. Oof. I'm not antisocial. I'd just rather be in my garage shed i'll give you shed. that shed shed yeah even old even more old school than garage shed oh great uh, and the picture is a big spanner <laughs> just a spanner it's just a massive spanner i'd rather be I'd in rather my shed be than my talking, shed to talking to idiots who don't understand sheds <laughs> these these people don't even want to talk about sheds this is a this is a particular vein of man tat as well that is like mm. everyone's stupid but me, a man who's spent money on tat. Yeah, yeah. They tend to be men who see that they're kind of like they have the same kind of rancid attitude to things as Giles Corrin, but they're not paid to put them in a collar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're kind they're kind of man who says, uh, "I'm not racist. I hate everyone equally." That kind of. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunities <laughs> hater, actually. <laughs> uh, this one I've never seen before, ever. Um, and I'll see if you can guess it. When you fall asleep, blank rub their blank on your face. Angels rub their balls on your face. You're close. Think negative instead of angels. Demons rub your ball, their balls in your face. <laughs> what? That would be a terrifying sign to put up. <laughs> when you're asleep, angels. When you're asleep, demons rub their balls in your face. That's like something <gasps> what? the girl would say in The Exorcist. <laughs> demons rub your balls on your face in hell. <laughs> it's tap for her bedroom. <laughs> Uh, Don't even talk to me till I've sucked my cocks in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you fall asleep, spiders rub their willies on your face. Mm, I thought it might be spiders. It's just like a kind of grinning spider who's been given unaccountably human cartoon red gloved hands that he's rubbing together in anticipation. And does it have a penis, like a human penis? No, they've they've lost their will, cowards. And lost their willies. They've lost their willies. They've been rubbing them on faces at night. Uh, here's another good one. My wife and I have the cutest nicknames for each other. She's my what, and I'm her what, 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 what. Fucking hell. She's my everything. 
Close. Angel. Yeah, she's my angel. She's my hero. Uh, it's a it's a sort of pet name kind of thing. Yeah. She's my sweetie. Think uh, it's a song from the sixties. She's my times there are a changing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Buttercup. Buttercup, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. She's my buttercup, and yeah. I'm her blank, 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 blank. Four blanks. Fucking stupid cunt husband. <laughs> <laughs> Useless sack of shit. <laughs> that's what it says. No, that's actually what it says. She's my buttercup, and I'm her useless sack of shit. No, what? Yeah, and buttercup's in red, and shit is in red. Jesus Christ. My wife and I have the cutest nicknames for each other. She's my buttercup, and I'm her useless sack of shit. It's like a fucking suicide note. You're just like, if someone said that to you as a joke, you'd be like, are you okay? Are you all right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you okay? Hey, come over here, come over here, come over here. Hey, yeah, like hey, you, you, hey. you talk to them like in a in a narrow corridor where there's no one else around. Hey, are you okay? <laughs> put, put your hand on their shoulder. We've we've all noticed things have been a little off lately with you. You and Susie. Um, you say these things, and like I don't know if you're joking or if these things are actually happening. And if they're actually happening, you know you can you can tell me. You know that it's it's not it's not normal. It's not okay if she's saying stuff like that to you. Did she say that to you? (laughs) Did she make you put up that poster? Is it wine o'clock often? (laughs) Hmm? (laughs) How often is it wine o'clock at the moment? Is it more wine o'clock than not? (laughs) Uh... Actually, amazingly, you you kind of predicted this just now, Philip. This next poster. Warning! My sense of humor may offend or upset you. I suggest you suck it up. I wow. change for no one. What? I change for no one, really. They've added that at the end. And in the classic sign of the kind of idiot uh, uh, sentiment, they used specifically two exclamation marks for suck it up and I change for no one. Not one, Phil, and not three. <laughs> The dumbest number of exclamation marks. I really believe it is. Why? <laughs> because one is just punctuation, and three is what you'd put in like a comic book for someone going, ah! Yeah. Two implies like you've got a really slippery keyboard, or you decided mm. to do two, and then you could have done three, and you went, well, no, I'm not shouting that loudly. Yeah, yeah, you kind of lost faith in yourself. It's weird. It's a weird number of exclamation marks to use. Suck it up. I change for no one. <laughs> a lot of these posters seem to be designed just to endorse moderate behavioral disorders. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a kind of, yeah. It's signs for people who are never going to have anyone around to see them. <laughs> well, if someone puts up this sign in that kind of person's house, is it really readable? It's like a philosophical... Yeah, yeah. Tree yeah, in the forest a, thing. Exactly. If there is a tat... If an if a dweeb puts some tat up in their basement and no one's there to read it, has anyone been owned at all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
If you have a marriage cartoon silhouette with game over written underneath, are you ever married? The answer is no. <laughs> uh, another poster, Mr. Right and Mrs. Always Right live here. Oh, great. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Can you imagine the chill that would run through you if you arrived at a dinner party and saw it at that sign? Oof. Horrible. I'd, I'd rather arrive at a dinner party and see a trail of blood leading into the basement. <laughs> it'd be or funny if it was like if, if if it was like Boris Johnson and in Carrie's house. That'd be funny. They'd be like, oh, okay, these guys get it. These guys get it. It'd be funny if that was the incredibly expensive refurb that was semi illegally paid for. Yeah, that's funny. Filled with posters like that. I'd be like, I'd be like I'm not so angry. I'd be, I'd be like, I'm not so angry about this now. They have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> um, so then uh, man cave, cave rules, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, just, uh, I'm going to try and guess some of these. Okay. Rule number one. What do you think rule number one is? Hmm. I think, you, can you give me a steer? My blank, my blank. Oh, my cave, my rules? Oh, you got it. <laughs> everyone know. Everyone knows a cave needs rules. What's a cave without rules? <laughs> well, it's a hole in the in a wall. <laughs> it's just a hole in the wall. Uh, rule number two: No blanking in my blank. No wanking in my pint. <laughs> no spitting in my beer. No, these are these are low status things you're saying, Phil. No blanking in my blank. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What do man caves always have a, a needlessly elaborate version of in kind of sitcoms and movies? A bar. Mm. A, a pool table. Um, uh, it's, it's furniture. Sofa. La- lounge uh, chair. Lounger. Yeah. Lounger. No, no blanking. No sweating, no eating in my lounger. No sitting in my chair. No sitting in my chair. This sounds no like a fun the... cave. Can't, get, can't wait to get invited to this cave. I can't wait to be invited to this cave full of rules. <laughs> <laughs> Rule number three. The blank is mine. The remote is mine. Oh, you got it. Four. Blank by invitation only. Uh, dr- uh, drink? No. Leave? No. <laughs> Sinister, I like it. <laughs> Blank by invit. Entry? Nope. Oh, man. Blank by invitation only. Oh, I don't know. I have to pass on this. Women. Oh no! Women. Oh, like like it's a let's like let's like something a boy a little boy would say about that treehouse. There's literally I, no girls allowed. Phil, you got to make a rule for this because of all these women that you don't know trying to break into your cave full of rules. <laughs> they got wind of this rule cave and women being <laughs> women, they can't stay away. They want a piece. They so, want a piece of this fun. It's a story as old as time. The second a man gets a cave, a woman comes a-knocking, if you know what I mean, wanting a slice of that cave. Okay? <laughs> it's just how women are, all right? 
And uh, a phenomenon that you predicted earlier. Any objections to the rules, please refer to rule one. <laughs> ah, lovely, lovely. Uh, lovely. It's a callback. It's a br- callback. It is you a callback to be. You fair. might not like it, but it works. And then, uh, as as we uh, as we end here, the final sign. Um, never seen it before. Might count as funny. It's 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 at least a novel sentiment. When I was young, I used to climb mountains. These days, I have to steady myself to fart. Oh. oh, that's all right. That's all right. That's fine. I think it's that's humble. Poetry. It's, 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 it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. I think it, it, it taps into some deeper meaning, a deeper truth about the human condition. I'll give this one a pass. I'd be okay with seeing that sign. It wouldn't terrify me like the rest. <laughs> well, that was a treasure trove. Thank you so much. Who sent that in? That was Rosie. Rosie, that's right. That was great. I love that. Thank you so much. Yes. I, 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 love, I, that, that, I love that genre of Ted. It's good. It's, so it's good stuff. and stupid. It's so good. It's so, yeah. It's good. And, and as we get through the correspondence, which we are going to do at pace, listeners, at, as best we can, there is one coming up, Phil, that I cried laughing at. I oh, don't great. know when it's going to hit us, but it's on wow. the way. Wow, yep. what a teaser. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Um, we must now away to the bonus pod. Time to go to the bonus pod cave full of rules. Where the, some, the, the lucky among you will join us. Yeah. Um, but do join the lucky by subscribing to the Patreon for more yes, Bud Potty goodness. Uh, but yes, until please. next time, bye-bye. Enjoy yourselves. All the Bye. best of luck to Djokovic. Bye-bye. Good and good luck to Igor. Bye. Igor. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.